0: Let's go to the hotline and welcome to the show. This is the officer that did the investigation and the uh, documentary and book. Let's welcome to the show, Greg Kading. Greg, how are you, sir? I'm great. Thanks. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm good. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember where I was. Well, I don't remember when, when Biggie was shot, but I sure remember when Tupac was killed and I remember kind of just expecting it. like. You know, you as an officer and you an L.A. guy, you know that that sort of retaliation and gang violence kind of stuff is is going to happen eventually, right?
1: Yeah, it happens all the time, and uh, you know, especially considering the environment that these guys were operating in, you know, with the uh, gang affiliations, um, it's
0: not surprising at all that it, that it
1: resulted in this.
0: How how much have you done? Uh, well, I'm sure now. Uh, you know a whole lot about him, but what Suge Knight is the is really I know I know we we're saying that uh, uh, for, as far as Tupac goes, that Sean Combs is responsible, but Suge Knight is really the bad seed in this whole thing. I mean, he's the one that took Tupac out of New York and brought him to L.A. in the first place.
1: Yeah, uh, I guess to really understand it all, you got to put it all back in the context of those times. And Suge was kind of the uh, uh, the aggressor in the situations that kind of prompted everything to take place. You know, he was publicly humiliating Sean Combs uh, after Suge Knight's bodyguard got shot in Atlanta by one of Sean Combs' bodyguards. Suge held him responsible, and he was always looking to retaliate for that. So Puffy's uh, reaction to this is kind of a self-defense reaction. And so we like to, you know, be true to history and you know illustrate that puffy was operating out of this sense of fear and desperation because he knew that he had a target on his back.
0: Right, cuz I don't know obviously any of these guys personally, but any movie you ever see or any account of the situation between Biggie and Puffy and Tupac Sean Combs was a nobody. I mean, he didn't have He didn't have the street sense that that the other guys had. He didn't have the money at that time. Uh, He was an up and comer. And uh, if you find out Suge Knight's got a target on your back, you're going to be crapping your pants about it.
1: Yeah, I would assume so. Uh, You know, Sean um, is not all that, you know, square, so to speak. You know, he had affiliations uh, through his dad with some serious, you know, street people, people with real street credibility. So. Although I don't put him in the same kind of category of like a Suge Knight, as far as uh, how he operates on the street, um, you know, he certainly wasn't a schoolboy.
0: Because this happened right in the middle of uh, Las Vegas, and it, while you're there, any cab driver will take you to this point where it happened by the MGM. Who is sent to go kill it? These aren't these aren't thug bodyguards, right? These are probably former cops or or mobsters who do, who carries the hit out.
1: Uh, they were all carried out by actual gang members, people that were. Um, um, you know, very serious gang members that uh, didn't hesitate to pull a trigger, and that was uh, how they were both killed. Uh, Tupac Shakur was killed by a gang member named Orlando Anderson, who was a Southside Crip, and Biggie Smalls was killed by a gang member named Wardell Faust who went by the street name mm-hmm.
0: kind of <laughs> Poochie. It's kind of insulting Evidently. to be killed by
1: Poochie. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, that's a fairly common name in the, you know in the urban. Poochie. Social society.
0: So, yeah. so how come Shug didn't get killed?
1: Well, he was uh, really lucky, to be honest with you, because the intention was to shoot him both. Um, but since Orlando was the one with the actual gun, um, he was more focused on Tupac because Tupac had assaulted him just hours earlier uh. in that kind of famous MGM footage that uh, is online, where you can see Orlando Anderson getting beat uh, first by Tupac and then by the rest of the gang entourage.
0: How how come there isn't more video footage of uh, of the shooting, or at least that I have seen in Vegas? Everything is on tape. there's street cameras everywhere. How come we haven't seen more of that?
1: Because we equate those times to these times, and you know, we're 1996, nearly 20 years ago. There wasn't the kind of uh, video footage everywhere. You know, intersections didn't have them. Um, they didn't have, you know, the red light cameras. They didn't have all of that. As a, as a matter of fact, a great illustration of this is if you look at that MGM footage of the fight at the casino. It's really crappy, and yeah. this is the MGM. Yeah. So it goes to show the quality of uh, of footage back then. Goes
0: quality. to show we should have been trying to rob casinos in the eighties or in the nineties <laughs> yeah. rather. Uh, this is Greg Cading. <laughs> Greg is a uh, former. Uh, LA police officer and he has got a documentary out called Murder Rap Inside the Biggie and Tupac Murders. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care about Biggie and I don't care about Tupac. Uh, I don't care about their beef, I don't care about their music, but I'm very interested in this story. I've followed it along for years uh, I, I I love that there's always new information that seems to come out. The only one financially that really benefited from all of this, from Biggie and Tupac dying, is uh, Puff Daddy
1: Yeah, he's done very well, you know, for himself. He's marketed himself well, and a pretty savvy businessman, evidently. He's done uh, remarkably well, and, uh, you know, everybody else has kind of fallen by the wayside. Most of the people are dead that were involved, and as we both know, you know, Suge is now facing unrelated murder charges in Los Angeles.
0: Yeah, Suge is in jail now. Suge seems to me like he'll never—he'll be the guy that never learns his lesson, that he's gotten four or five or six uh, second chances— and yet he still keeps doing dumb stuff to get thrown back in jail.
1: It's amazing to me that uh, he hasn't figured
0: this out yet. Will uh, will this, is this kind of stuff over now? Rap guys uh, shooting each other in the street? I mean, every once in a while you hear about a stupid brawl, but, I mean, this was legit. This is full-out murder in the middle of Las Vegas Boulevard, but that kind of has died off since then.
1: Yeah, I think it has. I think that they've uh, kind of learned their lesson by way of these two murders. You know, it's not in anybody's best interest to have this kind of conflict going on between record labels or between rappers. And they certainly, uh, you know, if they continue to associate with gangs, then there is going to be, you know, random incidents, because that's just the nature of, of gang members.
0: And there's no there's going to be conflicts. There's no chance Tupac's still alive somewhere hidden on out because he keep, he put like six albums out oh, since yeah. he died. <laughs>
1: All I could say is I wish that were true because it'd be remarkable to see where he'd be at these
0: days. Yeah. No kidding. So, right. yeah. I have to tell you, I'm going to want to watch this because I'm very interested to see the inside information. I know that a lot of people who are close to the situation have uh, uh, mentioned some of the stuff that your documentary uh, puts out there, it, it involves, you know, it should calls for a new investigation. Is there a possibility that they would revisit some of this information?
1: No, it's, it's, it, it's never going to get pursued. There are cold cases that are not being actively investigated because we know what happened. Yeah. And they're unprosecutable. They're unprosecutable for a variety of reasons. We know who the players were and how it all went down, but most of the witnesses are dead. Much of the evidence lost, and there's no way that you can now build a case based on the testimony of you know, convicted drug dealing gang members against icons like
0: Buffy Cole. Crazy. The uh, documentary is called Murder Rap: Inside the Biggie and Tupac Murders. Uh, I I know there's a documentary here, but is there a chance? Because this is a great feature film story, especially with the, uh, you know, the straight out of Compton success last year. I'd love to see somebody make a, a full on movie. I know there's been a Biggie movie, and I'm sure there's been a Tupac movie, but a movie that basically is just about. And wasn't Stallone interested in in, in promoting one of these movies?
1: He was at a time, yeah, back uh, back in the day, um, probably 10 years ago. He was uh, you know, kind of messing around with the idea, but it never came to fruition for some reason. Maybe uh, maybe somebody, someone needs to remind him to resurrect the uh, project.
0: <laughs> well, hey, watch the documentary, and you may uh, you may find some stuff here that I think would be a, a great movie. Uh, Greg, thank you for joining us again. It's called Murder Rap, Inside the Biggie and Tupac Murders. Hopefully, uh, nobody whacks you in the process.
1: <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I uh, appreciate it. You guys have a great day. <laughs> see you, pal.